Welcome in to Head to Headlines. I'm Evan with Steve alongside where we dive into the headlines of disc golf's biggest events here on the Statmando Podcast Network. We had an incredible major to start off the 2023 season of majors. Kristen Tatar wins by 14 strokes, a monumental victory. Steve, let's hear some of the cool stats from that. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to slice this. We'll start it off with it's the largest margin of victory at an FPO major when there are more than 30 players in the field. That's all time. Going a little bit deeper, if we look at any field size, it's the largest margin of victory since the 2017 European Open, where Pierce won by 17 strokes. And if we just look at U.S. majors, which tend to have a little bit stronger fields than um, majors outside the U.S., it's the largest margin of victory if any field size since 2009 Worlds, which was 14 strokes by Valerie Jenkins. Uh, Jenkins also uh, won by 21 strokes in 2008 Players Cup, which were back-to-back events. Which brings us to the next stat, that Tatar has now won back-to-back majors by eight or more strokes, the first time since that run by Val Jenkins, um, 2008 Players Cup and 09 Worlds. Pretty incredible stuff. Um, she also went on to win wire to wire. She was leading after every single round, and she shot the hot round in every round. It's the first time that's happened since 2017 Aussie Open with Paige Pierce that we've seen that at a major. Uh, it's worth noting that Tatar did go wire to wire at Worlds, which is her uh, most recent major win, but she did not have the hot round um, in each round of that tournament. And then an interesting one, um, if you look at the four best rounds from players other than Tatar, so this is throughout the entire tournament, any round, um, round one, two, three, four, the four best scores shot by other players, if you add them together, Tatar still would have won by three strokes. Um, That cool stat was from over in the Ulti World Discord, Christian Jenkins. Um, So shout out, thanks for picking that one out. Um, so really just a runaway victory on the, the FPO side. Surely we saw a tighter battle on uh, MPO, right, Evan? Yeah, surely. That's a good joke right there. Isaac Robinson goes on to win by five strokes. He also goes wire to wire, leading after every single round of the tournament. Uh, this was his 30th. Uh, sorry, this is not his 30th. This He became the 30th MPO player to win a major. Um, and he, he has a slow he has had a slow start to the year. He finished 82nd at LVC and then 45th, 25th ninth and now first at champions cup uh that's what i call a good trajectory right there uh leading all the way up to the victory now he's got to win again to top it uh but isaac robinson is a top tier woods player we saw wr jackson featured at the champions cup it's a heavily wooded course if you were not able to watch or have known of it before uh in 2022 Isaac Robinson was sixth in strokes gained on wooded holes throughout the entire season of elite majors. He gained about four and a half strokes per 18 holes. And if we look at just the competitive strokes gained, he was seventh in 2022, gaining about just 
about a half a stroke per 18 holes to the competitive field, not just the entire full field. And the competitive stroke games are thanks to Disc Golf Doug. Really cool insight right there to how good of a woods player he is to get his first major in the woods. Uh, speaking of another great woods player, Eagle Command is back on the podium. Uh, his career best finish at a United States major. Of course, he has two wins, five podiums, six top tens, and his six non-U.S. majors, but getting out of the podium for the first time on American soil at a major. Uh, speaking of non-Americans, though, Nicholas Antela is on the podium yet again. That is now back-to-back -back majors on the podium and top four in three of his last four major starts, which will bring us into major what we'll call overperformers, uh, best average round rating at majors compared to elite round rating only over the last two years, uh, 730 days. We, of course, have the major slayer, Nate Sexton. He has averaged 22 points better at majors than he has elite events. Nicholas Antela is number two at 16 rating points better. And then, of course, we get to our champion, Isaac Robinson, who has been 12 rating points better. And then interesting enough, we also have Aiden Scott, who is the current Disc Golf Pro Tour rookies leader in the standing uh, with 12 points better as well, although he only has one major start and one elite start. And then, of course, in number five, Paul McBeth, 10 rating points better at major events than elite. And that's over 95 elite rounds in the last two years, averaging 1044 at elite rounds. Major rounds, he's averaging 10.54 to go 10 rating points better. When you're already averaging 10.44 uh, is incredible. Speaking of incredible, though, the run by Silas Schultz. He was ranked 74th in the world by the official rankings heading into Champions Cup. He was making an incredible push in the final round, including almost acing hole 11, uh, which would have drove everyone wild. He ended up finishing 4th. Uh, he becomes the fourth outside of top 50 player to ever finish top five at a U.S. major in the last 10 years. And notably, Gavin Babcock finished fifth at last year's Champions Cup. He was ranked 80th at the time. And we had blow away, blowout victories in both, I'll say, although it did get exciting in MPO for a little bit. Both won by five plus strokes. It's the first time we've seen a pro major since 2017 Worlds, which interesting enough was played in Georgia. It was featured two courses, one of which was WR Jackson, which we did see all four rounds here this past weekend. Which that'll wrap up our Champions Cup recap. Let's look forward to what else is on the schedule. We have Jonesboro coming this weekend, a Disc Golf Pro Tour Elite event. Steve, what do we have to look forward to? Well, the Jonesboro Open is one of the longest-running events on the Disc Golf Pro Tour. It's a great stop to go to each year. And recently, it's been the site of some runaways in the FPO division. Might sound familiar. Four of the last five Jonesboros have been won by eight or more strokes on the FPO side, including Tatar's 10-stroke victory last season. So we may be in for a repeat um, we'll see uh, who shows up and if it's competitive or if we just sit back and watch um, someone run away with the victory. Interestingly, Jonesboro is the site of the highest FPO round rating of all time, 
Paige Pearson 2018 shot a 10.59 rated round. It was a minus 12, and she started the round with a bogey. Still went on to shoot just an absolutely incredible round. On the MPO side, um, be looking for Calvin Heimberg to come back. He has finished first, second, and first in the last three years. It's the only DGPT elite event that he's won multiple times. Um, you can expect him to be up towards the top of the podium, but much closer um, battles on the MPO side. The average margin of victory over the last couple of years has been just above a stroke, so it should be a fun one to watch. Rounding it out with our favorite segment, Missed Connections. Evan, what did we just narrowly miss out on at Champions Cup? Well, Kristen Tatar shot a 1,000 rated round or higher in rounds 1, 2, and 3, but unfortunately in round 4, she shot a 990 rated round, which was below 1,000, of course. If she had shot a 1,000 rated round or higher in round 4, this would have been the first time in history that an FPO player shot a 1,000-plus rated round in every single round at a four-round or longer elite or major event. No FPL player has ever done that for all four rounds or more at an elite or major. We were so close, but we still have not seen it. Krista Tatar also bogeyed hole four in round four, which snapped an incredible 74-hole bogey-free streak dating back to the previous event, Blue Ridge. The only bogey of the tournament for Tatar, otherwise she would have been the first known bogey-free tournament at an FPO major. Absolutely incredible. One bogey all event. I can't even believe it. She also missed her circle's edge birdie putt to finish for the win. She wasn't trying to lay up. It looked like she was going for it. Unfortunately, hit cage. If she had made that, it would have been only the second recorded 100% C1X putting tournament at an FPO major. Uh, Paige Pierce was the first and now still only to do so at 2021 U.S. Women's. Isaac Robinson bogeyed hole 18 in round four. I'm putting that in quotes uh, in my language because he, he laid up for the victory. He had everything locked up. So to ensure the safe victory, he laid up to take his bogey. It was only his second bogey of the tournament. Uh, and if he had let's say, had par or better and only had one bogey on the tournament, it would have been the first single bogey elite or major winner since Ricky Wysocki at the 2021 Preserve, which, interesting enough, Ricky Wysocki also has the only bogey-free elite or major win since 2021 with a 2021 Jonesboro win. That'll do it for this episode of Head to Headlines. If you'd like to purchase and help support Statmando, purchased a Glow Z Zones or Swirly Ringers, check out the link in the description and tune in next time to hear the headlines of Disc Golf. Mm-hmm.